Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Hello and welcome to You Beauty, Mamma Mia's daily podcast for your face. I'm Kelly McCarran and I really love my job because I get to chat about one of my fave topics with the best and biggest beauty community in Australia, the UBs. Another fave part of my job is chatting to other beauty lovers about what they love. It's like having a nosy poke on through someone's beauty cabinet, which also happens to be something I've definitely done if you've ever invited me over. Well, today I am spotlighting on Max May and his fave products and best tips and tricks. Max is one of Australia's leading and most prolific MUAs, and I've been a huge fan of his work for far longer than his delicious skin suggests. So we're going to have to get him to spill his skincare secrets later. But firstly, I'd love to start today's episode by welcoming Max to you, Beauty. And Max, I'm going to ask you to blow a bit of smoke up your ass by spilling some of the biggest and best career moments you've had. Uh, well, not to blow smoke up my own ass. I've had a few that I'm I'm proud of. Exactly. No, I want you to <laughs> blow it up there. I want you to. My most recent actually would be Rebel Wilson. I'm currently working with her at the moment. And uh, other than being an absolute gem and star and just beautiful person inside and out, I've been lucky enough to work with her a few times. She has completely reversed herself and uh, we are taking the country by storm, sexing it up and uh, giving her a new bit of a look and a vibe, also backed with her major weight loss and health turnover. It has been definite a highlight. I've had a few pinnacle ones. I always feel like the most memorable ones are the ones like it's the first time it's ever happened. Of course. So I guess flashing back would be, you know, moving to Paris just after I finished assisting, doing my first worldwide fashion week tour was probably the one that always stands in my mind, even though I've done 13, 14 of them since. Starting my blog, Max Made, was a big deal for me and, and something that is close to my heart, just having that um, creative outlet and being in charge of my voice and getting to express my creativity not only with makeup but putting it down into writing. You haven't um, dilly-dallied around with your career. You've definitely been a busy, busy boy, but we love to see it. You're obviously an incredible MUA. Oh, now here I am blowing smoke up your own ass. And obviously you have a wonderful eye. So what makeup look do you absolutely adore seeing on people? Like whether you're at a red carpet event or like a fancy party or even just like walking down the street. I mean, I guess for me, my style is very much about skin. Yes. I like to to spend a lot of my time working on the skin and getting the canvas per se right. So for me, when I look at girls and I see that they've put time into their skincare and they put time into, you know, just getting the most beautiful, perfect skin, whether it be dewy or matte, that's probably the thing that I love the most. 
I like it, you know, just when girls work on those kind of key features of the face, the brows, the lashes, getting a beautiful shape or contour to the skin. That's definitely my favourite. Out of all the trends, they come and go, that stays solid with me. Yeah, and it's funny, like, I often do just do my own makeup, but on the few occasions that someone else does do it, I'm always so shocked at how long they spend on my prep and the actual canvas, whereas when most of us, like when we're just doing our makeup at home, it's the sort of thing that we just sort of slap on quite quickly (laughs) before we move on to something that we might think is more fun, like, well, I personally love eyeshadow, so I'll like then have a wild old time with the eyeshadow palette, but I'm probably like really rushing through that important step or steps, I should say. I love that you love eyeshadow, first of all. That's, that excites me because a lot of girls are scared of eyeshadow. It doesn't have to be time-consuming, though, to get that perfect base. It just comes down to, like, putting a little bit of, you know, time and energy before getting the right products so that you have them in front of you and they work with your skin type and they give you a maximum result. And so you love skin, what look makes you want to poke your eye out a little bit? Or just like one of those silly trends that you see on tickety talks and reels or whatever, like a silly trend that you absolutely can't stand? I saw a girl putting foundation on with a jade roller on the weekend. I'm like, why? <laughs> I mean, it's funny. I don't really hate anything, to be honest. I, I really love it when I see women trying new things. And one of the reasons that I started my blog was because I felt like the media or the beauty industry really started everything on a negative and that Mm. didn't resonate with me. I felt that that made women scared to experiment and to try new things. I try to start with a positive. So nothing, I don't hate it when women do anything really. I just think, great, you're giving it a go. Or, you know, if that's what makes you feel amazing about yourself, then that's fine by me. But definitely I see some funny things online like, Applying foundation to the J roller yeah. hilarious. I think most of those are probably just done for the virality, though. Like, they know yeah. that it's a little bit silly. And I think that you're so right, like, because so often we'll get questions in about, like, oh, should I do this step before this step? What are the rules? And we're kind of like, well, I mean, this is generally sort of what you do, but you can also just do whatever the hell you want to do. Like, it is just makeup. Have fun with it. Exactly. There is no one rule for makeup and that upsets me when I see people trying to put rules on things because every time that I apply something to someone, it's a new experience. There's a new result. There's not one application that is ever the same. And there is multitudes of ways to apply things. And I think makeup is such an emotional thing. It's about making us feel great And I think it just should be about whatever makes you feel good. And if that's the way that you get it on and you get that result that you absolutely love, then that's the way it should be. Who am I to tell you that that's wrong? Mm, Yeah, exactly. Give us a little glimpse into your kit. What are your all-time favourite beauty products? What do you think every makeup lover needs in their own kit? Walk us through some of your favourite products. Okay. For me, my kit starts at skincare. Skincare is such an essential step 
to what I do. And I think that once you understand that getting your skin in the most perfect condition that it can be is going to change the result of what you get. So definitely it all starts with skincare. New by Nature, the brand that I work with, has just come out with the most phenomenal skincare range. It's 100% natural. It's good for your skin. There's not going to be any reactions. All the ingredients do come from Mother Nature. So I think taking the time to do your skincare right, whether it be giving it a little exfoliation to make sure that the skin surface is nice and even from one side to the other, can just drastically change the way your foundation applies and it wears. It'll go on so much more even. Getting a moisturizer on there is going to help uh, the foundation sit more evenly throughout the day and look more plump and give you all of those things that you want. So definitely skincare, it's always my kit. I spend a lot of time doing it. My clients will hold out for that. Sometimes it's a little annoying, but it goes on better and it just stays a lot better. I think the next thing would probably be having a foundation that you can wear every day. For me, an everyday foundation is different to something that I use on occasion. Everyday foundation, I always recommend girls to use something that's good for your skin so that it has no nasties in it. It's not going to age you and it's not going to cause you to break out. A favorite one of mine is definitely the Natural Mineral Cover, which is a foundation, a powder foundation. And you can change the coverage of how heavy you want it, how light you want it, and uh, it has a beautiful radiant finish. Eyelash curlers would be the next one. It sounds really simple, all of these things, but just curling the lashes is going to open up your eyes. It's going to give you more lash effect when you actually put the mascara on, meaning the lashes will be more prominent. And it's just those little subtle things that um, can change your face. They're easy to do, they're fast, and they just give you a maximum result. And I think my makeup is very much like that. It's not the most technical, and I'm not applying a lot of things, but just the way that I apply them just gives you those little touches. How long are you supposed to hold the eyelash curler on your eyelashes? Because sometimes I do it really quickly and sometimes I leave it on for longer and it doesn't really seem to make much of a difference. So what are your thoughts on that? Can I tell you, I worked with this model last week and she has the most stubborn lashes in the whole wide world and I do not advise anyone to do this, but she hit the eyelash curler with the hairdryer. I've seen people do this. She put it on her eyelashes and she cranked those eyelashes down and I tell you, they shot up like I don't even know what. I was absolutely shocked. I would never do that myself because I would be terrified that I would hurt somebody, like burn their eyeball or something. I mean, imagine. But that worked for her. It's just about working out what's right for you. Yeah. yeah. And getting a technique, getting the right tension. General rule of thumb for me is that I will try and break the lash up into two sections. So I'll grab the inner corner of the lashes and I'll squeeze in this kind of pulsing motion and I'll generally count to like five. If the girl can handle it, maybe 10. And then I'll take the outer length of the lashes and then squeeze down on that and repeat and then I'll do the whole entire makeup and then I'll come back and I'll hit them again. Oh, that's a really good tip to come back to them. Yeah, you want to train them and it's just it's you're actually kinking the hair so you really do need to um, get a good tension on them but I mean just make sure that they are 
clean. Like there is no mascara on there whatsoever because the mascara can actually, it's most mascaras have a setting agent in there. And if there is mascara on there, you can snap the lashes. Ooh. So make sure that they're really nice and clean. That doesn't sound fun. And what other tips or tricks do you have that you would love us to know? Obviously, you've probably got some secret ones, but anything that you want to share? <laughs> Start with the features that you love when you're doing your makeup. Focus on those features and getting them right, giving them the little touches that you like, whether it's brushing you, if you like your brows, brush up your brows, fill in any gaps, give them a little bit of length. If you like your lashes, spend a little extra time, you know, curling your lashes and find a mascara that makes them thicker or longer, however you like it. Fit your lips, get a perfect pencil and spend it on that. Always start your makeup with the things that you love and then work back to the things that you dislike. Generally, by the time you get to the things that you dislike, you can't even notice them because you've highlighted all the features that you love and you will also end up with just a different finish of a makeup because you started with positivity and you'll be feeling yourself a lot more. It just changes the way that you'll do makeup. That's my tip. That's a really good tip. Thanks. <laughs> really good tip. <laughs> and I do this for myself, if I can just say that. It's something that I found in myself, the way that I do makeup. Makeup for me is such an emotional thing. If I'm connecting with my client and really feeling what I'm doing, generally that starts because I'm doing the things that I love to do first. And that just gets my energy up. It gets me excited. It makes me, I feel like, be more precise, be more perfect. And the result ends just a whole lot better. As I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, you have got fab skin. So you've mentioned what you like to do on model skin, like to prep them before makeup. But just in general, what are your personal rules with skincare? What are your non-negotiables? Because you really do have like very juicy, youthful skin. <laughs> well, I really appreciate that because I'm not youthful anymore. I'm well into my 40s now. But that said, I do take care of my skin. Am I consistent? No, I'm not. I'm embarrassed to say I'm probably not. Honestly, people that are really consistent, like endlessly every single day, I'm like, don't you have anything else on? Yeah, right? I exfoliate a lot and I feel like exfoliation to really be part of my skincare routine just for myself and for when I do girls because it just makes sure that my skin is super clean and that it's super buffed, it's super polished. It enables the skincare to get into the skin. Just make sure that your skin is always really exfoliated so that your skincare can get right in and that your skin looks as young and fresh as possible. And I think uh, just making sure that you're getting the right amount of moisture into your skin and listening to your skin. I am absolutely obsessed with using oils. I love the way that it kind of finishes on my skin. Same. Um, new by Nature oh. has this new serum oil in their range, which I, if anyone watches my Instagram, you will see that uh, I use it in all my videos, but it just, I don't know, oil just penetrates the skin differently. And I find it just really fills the surface level of the skin up and it plumps it. So I think that's kind of really my trick with my own skin. And I do do that in my makeups as well because I need something that works straight away. 
I don't have time for something to work. I don't have weeks or mm. months or whatever, you know, these products take to work. And I just find that that gives me that instant reaction. And that's probably my secret. When in doubt, I exfoliate and I pop on an oil. <laughs> and also just a little tip for those people out there who are scared of oils. You can, once you apply it, remove the excess with a tissue. So an oil will penetrate instantly, unlike a cream. A cream will sit more surface level. And if you are scared of breakouts, then you can dab away the excess. The other thing is, is making sure that that oil or serum is less likely to break out is to make sure that it's natural. Yeah. If all the ingredients come from Mother Nature, there will be a less, uh, I don't know, actually causing you a breakout or causing you any damage. Or just skin. like reactions in your skin because your skin's getting upset and going, ah, what on earth are you putting on there? So, yeah, no, I think that that makes sense. What about any treatments, professional salon treatments, anything you're obsessed with? Okay, I mean, I love a facial and I do try and keep them as regular as possible. I go between two different types of facial styles, I guess. So, Obviously, the skin has a pH level and it wants to stay at that. So I try to keep my skin at that pH 5 perfect level as much as possible. And I will do a facial that is super concentrated on that. So it's all about keeping that pH level stable so that it's able to kind of, you know, heal and keep your skin looking as perfect as possible. And then every second or third facial, I will do something that is a little bit more active so active facials are obviously not about maintaining the skin's pH. They're generally about like, I don't know, removing dead skin cells or, you know, taking off a layer or pumping in some Making sort of you look really like super... Freddy Krueger for a day or two. Yeah, yeah. super <laughs> active vitamin that's going to stimulate all this collagen. Um, so that's my general tip there is to do that. So just to do those active ones when you need to. People get so carried away with using active ingredients and they don't realise that when you're constantly using active ingredients back to back, your skin has no time to actually do anything itself because it's being stimulated by all of these products. It's super important to get it back to that pH level so that it can actually put everything that you've been putting on your skin into place. Mm. I do like to get needling and needling is like this treatment where they run this little roller over your face when it's like covered in needles. Sounds really scary, but they do numb your face. And basically it acts like a mild trauma and your body produces all this collagen and pumps it up into your skin. So I do love to go and do those a few times a year. I generally do that through winter along with those more active facials as well because I find, you know, you're not as in the sun as much. And the downtime, you don't worry about it as much. I absolutely yeah. am obsessed with needling. Every time I've gotten it, about 10 days later, someone has asked me if I've had Botox recently. Because, like, that's how fresh it looks. Yes. It's really quite amazing, isn't it? Mm. I'm actually trying BBL. I don't know if you Ooh, have tried yes. this. I've never done it before, so I'm excited. It looks wild, like, but the results are amazing. Everyone listening at home, this is a skincare treatment, not the big booty treatment. Speaking of 2022, we've just started a new year. What are your biggest beauty predictions for the year? Blush, I think, is going to get bigger. I think that it's going to become more of a focus 
I personally love it because same I'm obsessed. Blush is one of my favorite products. It makes everyone look more youthful and more healthy. Same. I agree. I believe it's the unsung hero of makeup. I don't believe that people give it enough credit. It can brighten skin. It can disguise dark circles. It brightens your eyes. makes you look more awake. makes you look more youthful. I mean, I absolutely love it. I think um, we'll see a lot of layering of blush. So we'll see like a cream being put down. Oh, sorry, a powder being put down and then a cream laid on top to give you that long distance within your blush because I think the blush is usually the first to fade away. And I think we're probably going to start seeing some bold lips coming back in. Hopefully people will get a little bit more interesting with the colours that they choose. They would probably be my two big predictions. Yeah, because 2021 was so like gloss and nudie. So that would be fun. I think it'd be nice. Yeah. I've got a couple of brands that have sent me out some lipsticks and there's some really interesting textures. So I think it'll be about playing with those textures as well. So yeah, I'm excited. I love a lip. It's so easy to apply as well. And it is really effective as we know, like blush. Yes, exactly. Oh, well, thank you so much. You've been an absolute joy and delight to have on the podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's nice to finally chat with you. I love listening to your podcast. You do some really awesome topics and interview some really interesting people. So yeah, thank you for having me part of that. Well, thank you so much to the tremendously talented Max May for joining me on You Beauty. We will link everything he's mentioned in the show notes along with his Insta handle if you fancy perving on his incredible work. If you have someone or something you'd like us to spotlight, don't forget to let us know by emailing youbeauty at mamamia.com.au and don't forget to tune back in tomorrow for Friday recommendations. Bye. <laughs>